0: Mantras have been devised for many, many different purposes, for many, many different tasks and utilities. So practically there is mantra for every day-to-day activity. There is a mantra even for different ceremonies or rituals. And there are also mantras to remove some troubles in life, for example, either a physical sickness or ailment or there could be issues on a psychological level or on emotional level within a family or within our surroundings. So one thing that uh, a mantra practitioner has to very clearly remember is that for example when if someone is going through let's say some financial crisis so he may be suggested to chant a mantra of the deity Lakshmi so Lakshmi represents the wealth the inner and the outer wealth so a mantra for Lakshmi can be for example Om Sri Mahalakshmi and Namah so, if one is suggested this mantra to um, solve some kind of financial crisis, let us say, then this mantra is not actually translated as, O Lakshmi, give me money. Om Shri Ma Lakshmi Nama does not mean, Lakshmi, give me some money. No. This mantra simply translates as, I bow down to the great Lakshmi, I bow down to the energy and the vibrations of the great Lakshmi. In that practice of chanting, in that practice of invoking the energy of Lakshmi, the purpose is that through this chanting one surrenders to that particular energy. One does not go into any kind of demand or expectation. One may have a certain prayer, one may have a certain intent, but the focus should be completely on the vibrations and the sound of that particular mantra, pronounced and chanted correctly and expecting nothing in return as such. So in a way the suggestion is that when you practice a mantra of any deity Lakshmi, Ganesha, Shiva, Krishna and if there is some kind of area that one wants to resolve there should be simply a prayer and surrender to whatever the outcome may be. Sometimes it also happens that people ask me or sometimes my teacher for some solutions for problems like that they want their kids to pass the university or they want uh, their kids to get married and uh, what can be the mantra practice for that so of course as I said for every purpose and for every problematic situation there has been a mantra prescribed for that particular situation but what one must remember is that in that practice one should simply accept at the end of the day that whatever the result may come, that was the right thing for that particular situation. It may be that the result is not what we expected, but we must trust the higher energies, the higher sources That when we, for example, invoke Lakshmi or Saraswati or Ganesha, that we let them decide what is the right thing for us. So sometimes when we are praying for a particular purpose, but the result may be something else, we can simply accept it gracefully that, okay, maybe my demand was something else or my need was something else, but the higher energy knows what is right for me. And that is exactly what is being provided. So many times, many mantra singers or some yoga teachers, especially in Kundalini Yoga, they kind of claim that, okay, this mantra will do this, or this mantra will heal, or this mantra will do that. And there one should be a little careful suggesting such things, because uh, of course there is no 100% guarantee of anything. So what one can do is simply focus on the practice and remain committed and sincere in the practice. But at the end of the day, leave it up to the higher energy, to the higher sources, to the existence, and fully trust in whatever the outcome may be. That is why also in Bhagavad Gita, one of the finest statement of uh, Lord Krishna was karmaniye vadikaraste phaleshu shukadachana, meaning, Simply focus on the action that you need to do. Simply focus on your karma and don't focus on the result. Don't expect the result. In that way, the energy remains light, relaxed, and one can simply enjoy the practice and the focus is not on the goal or the result. And then there is a graceful acceptance of whatever may come. Like my spiritual teacher used to always say for himself that his mantra was teri raza puri literally translates as let thy will be done not my will be done but thy will be done so in the same way the same attitude can be applied in the mantra practice that whenever any particular energy is invoked for any particular purpose there should be complete surrender trust and patience given and dedicated to that energy and not focusing on what the outcome may be. I think that's the best attitude one can keep during a mantra practice and then remaining in total acceptance of whatever may come or whatever may not come. Whatever happens should be accepted wholeheartedly and gracefully.